Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Here's the point of this. Every diagnosis, if you're diagnosed with anything of this, it, it's for the point of cure. You get a diagnosis so you can get the right medication, and the right cure for this is repentance. The right cure for Jezebel in any form is repentance or overly tolerance. And so God gives us time to repent. But there comes a time when our choice has made us. Like we see that in Romans, at some point He gives us, you will not, then you get what you want. And that's a scary thought. Many times people are looking for some cure to fix themselves. Often people will blame others for why they have done what they have done. In today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth talk about the gift of repentance. Though we don't often think of repentance in this way, we are reminded today that sometimes repentance is the only cure. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part five of their message entitled, Church of Thyatira. moonlit night, the body was placed on the arms of an effigy of Baal made of brass. The priests lit fires that heated the effigies from its lower parts. The victims were placed on the burning hot outstretched hands. As they were burned alive, they vehemently cried out. The priests beat a drum, sounded flutes, lyres, and tambourines. This drowned out the cries of the anguished parents. The father could not hear the voice of his son, and his heart might not be moved." By the way, there's actually, um, in the city of Megiddo, when you go to Israel, there's actually um, the remnants of, of an altar to Baal there, where you can see it. Um, but this is the spirit of Jezebel, if you will, the spirit of Satan himself. And, and it's important to understand, it's, it's also the spirit behind sexual immorality. You know, it's one of those things that in our modern world today, in our modern church, it's being minimized, it's being, it's being danced with, played with like, like never before in, uh, in modern history. It was, again, going, go back a few hundred years, it was more common. But you and I need to understand the severity of the consequences of playing around with sexual immorality. You know, we, we want the momentary pleasure, but then what happens? You know, quite often what happens is murder for the sake of convenience as an unborn child is aborted and it's the, the same thing, put on the altar of Baal. Again, just in a different way. That's why God hates this Jezebel spirit. I found um, a description of Jezebel that may, I'm not sure if it made it up to the pro presenter, but let me just read through a list of this because just listen and see what the Lord does with that. 
It says, the Jezebel spirit seeks out other individuals they feel are weaker to control, influence, and dominate. This as its peak. Has an unnatural sense of self-importance. Requires excessive admiration and attention. Shows arrogant and haughty behaviors or attitudes. Lacks self-control. Unable to control emotional outbursts. Unconcerned with affecting others. Exploitative, abusive, takes advantage of others to achieve their own goals, manipulates lies, totally void of empathy, will falsely mimic empathy to seduce and control their victims. Jealous and envious of others, yet delusional in believing that others are envious or jealous of them. Defensive or combative whenever confronted about anything. Fantasies about themselves having unlimited admiration, beauty, power, success, brilliance, or perfected worship in love believes that he, she is superior and can only be understood by other superior people. Like, you don't understand because you're not my level. And has a sense of entitlement, demands automatic compliance to his or her expectations, unreasonable expectations of others. I want to comment on that yes. because lists like that can be helpful. They can also be dangerous, right? You know, it's kind of like a diagnosis for mental illness. You know, it's like you look at this criteria and it's like, oh, that's you. For sure, you know, you're deaf, that's definitely, you have, you need to go see a string, you know, and it's the same with this, you know what I mean? So we don't want to use this and, and as a measuring device, but at the same time, it, it is good, you know, to take a look at this and say, you know, is this true in my life? Are, Are there, there elements, elements of this yeah. that could be, you know, am I in danger of moving in that direction here with my, you know, with my own heart? Yeah, and just know that we live in a culture that celebrates it, for one thing. I mean, every... Almost every social media is about self-exaltation. I mean, so many tests show that people who are on Facebook a lot, or on, I mean, I know that's outdated, but whatever social media is out there, that they generally feel less satisfied, less content when they're done than when they start. They see somebody else's lunch, and it's all perfect, and they're just having a sandwich from the fridge. And that, that doesn't make it to the Pinterest board. You know, and there's this constant comparison. Our culture is absolutely nurturing this thing. This, we could call it the Jezebel spirit or narcissism or whatever we want. It's the self-exaltation. It's proud and it really has a lot to in common with Satan himself. In just this, I will be admired. I will be rise. I will be higher than I treat myself. I mean, what is, like we've what is a selfie about? Like as if we had paparazzi. People hire paparazzi to look important now. Did you know that? Is the Jezebel spirit or the spirit of, of anything self-exaltant? So, but it's not benign like we see. I mean, this yeah. to the ultimate, it will do whatever it takes to keep its power. But it is at work in marriages and in friendships and in a lot of ways where it's important to just at least keep ourselves in check and test this. So in Revelations 2, 21 through 23, God says, I gave her time to repent, not to heal, not to get counseling in this one situation but to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death. I stumbled on that. Here Jezebel is, as a Baal worshiper, killing the children. I want the sex, but not the children, so I'm killing those. And God's like, I will kill your children. And there is something like when we toy with the natural order of things, we don't understand the consequences. So I, I saw, I mean, there is long-standing proven link between abortion and miscarriages. You may want to kill one child, but then you miscarry several others. 
that you never intended. And it's not necessarily God's punishment, but it's just when you mess with consequences. consequences of life and death, we think we can control it, and we can't. And he says, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. Here's the point of this. Every diagnosis, if you're diagnosed with anything of this, it, it's for the point of cure. You get a diagnosis so you can get the right medication, and the right cure for this is repentance. The right cure for Jezebel in any form is repentance or overly tolerance. And so God gives us time to repent. But there comes a time when our choice has made us. Like we see that in Romans. At some point, he gives us, you will not, then you get what you want. And that's a scary thought. I give you time to repent, but you would not. We're not there yet. We're here because we want to repent, because we want to receive God's spirit instead of the spirit of this world that is just like her. And so the beautiful thing is, like, neurologist says that we can retrain our parents. Like, they say, for instance, that every time you have an urge to be angry, or to have an angry outburst, but you don't, and you calm yourself down instead, that it literally rewires your brain. They say that you can do that. And they have, I haven't found any study on what happens when you repent, but I'm sure that it does rewire and that God does so much God has said what happens. He says in Acts 3, 19, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. There is, we are fully advocates of counseling, fully advocates that there is, there is a time to receive and understand, and they're not mutually exclusive. But I have sat in counseling sometimes with people who got endless amount of counseling but no repentance. If repentance doesn't follow the counseling, if the fruit is not repentance, there's something missing. The fruit, when God moves in our life, should be repentance, not condemnation. Condemnation makes us feel horrible about ourselves and it's just hopeless and we're just doomed. That is not repentance. Repentance is recognizing I'm going in the wrong direction and I will turn in the other opposite direction. That's repentance. And that's how times of refreshing come, according to the Bible. They don't come by blaming everybody else who's at fault for you not repenting. They come, there are things that are done only in repentance. And as, as I've gotten older and, and we've gotten more seasoned with this, we're quicker to call people to repentance. Like, do you see your own role in this? It's easy to see when God's spirit is moving because people's like, I see that now. And there's an eagerness with repentance to come clean because there's a sense of relief with that, as this scripture says. for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. 
That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.